Hello and welcome to the SEO SAS podcast, where your hosts are Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LikeMind Media, and the wonderful, beautiful, and charismatic Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Gymshark. We are called SEO SAS because we are your special answering service when it comes to SEO. We are nerds on the subject of SEO and we love talking, debating, finding out recent changes, keeping up to date with industry news, talking to other experts. So because we like doing that, we thought we'd put together a podcast and hopefully it'll be of value to you, our listeners. So we hope you enjoy the podcast. This show is brought to you by the team at Like My Media. Like My Media help clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you. Thanks, Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello, what a lovely introduction. Well, I, I, I do try. I do try. How, how are we doing? How's current situation affecting you? Do you know what? I've never been inside so much in my life. I'm not going to complain because that's exactly what we all need to do right now. But, and I'll tell you yes. what, well, because obviously it was my birthday last weekend. Yes, it was. Birthday presents from me. Like we've redone the bedroom basically and moved drawers around from other bedrooms into this one. Got some of those cool looking cubes where I've actually just like rolled up all the clothes and now I can see exactly what we've got and nice. a beautiful new mirror so actually it's a good time to be spending time within those four walls at least yes a happy belated birthday it worked we've just been told that the, the following week was going to be work from home and yeah so it was kind of like right see you then and uh yeah and then we spent the, my birthday I did see my parents but we didn't go out or anything like that. We, we, we'd got dinner plans and stuff like that. But yeah, it was just very cosy. Nice, nice. Well, we, because obviously real changes. Well, obviously the government announced like proper lockdown, didn't they, recently? But last last weekend was like the start of the changes. And so me and Kirst just had a whole weekend of spring cleaning the house, organising and just getting stuff like sorted and I don't know about you but when you have a spring clean and have time to organize yeah it's just it makes it's good for like well-being I think to get a bit organized good for the soul good for the soul Um, we should probably say this is the 21st of March that we're recording this and we're not in actual lockdown yet in the UK it's more sort of being told to stay inside and where we can so obviously frontline people are are still out and about and we've, we've still not obviously the army is not involved or anything like that in the UK just a bit of context me and Kess were joking and saying that mothers might be rioting on Sunday because <laughs> obviously it's meant to be Mother's Day and people aren't allowed to be social um so, yeah. so people like we were joking that mothers are going to take to the streets and like we had one day people <laughs> um but no we're gonna do virtual dinner so my sister suggested that we all cook and eat dinner at the same time um Mm -hmm. but have like zoom or something in the background Um, and my mother and I suggested that we could do a virtual game and my mum messaged this morning saying oh should we play never have I ever oh my word absolutely not no (laughs) I mean that's one way to like 
bond, isn't it? Over. Oh yeah. I mean, if you don't speak to each other for a few weeks after that, at least you've got a really good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But yes, only my mother would suggest that. Only... I love that. <laughs> Just as a disclaimer, we are going to continue with this podcast, but we haven't got our usual equipment and software, have we? So no. just as a disclaimer, if things don't, the quality isn't as great as normal, we apologize, but we still want to give you guys weekly podcasts, don't we? Yeah, we're committed. Mm. Not, not in a bad way. <laughs> yes, very much so. This week... We thought a good topic to delve into and get our teeth stuck in is about how to get more out of Google searches. Mm. Mm. Good topic, right? Yeah. Because obviously there are, and as we were researching and planning for this podcast, there was things that I didn't even realize that you could do. But it's this episode is all about ways that you can go to google and be more what's the word not efficient but more help me out hannah okay no efficient was a good word efficient okay we'll go efficient but make the most out of google to be more efficient with how you're searching and intelligent intelligent yes like a little mini ai isn't it Yeah, because as google has so much information and if you just know how to go to google and search you can get loads out of it yeah yeah okay being able to offer a discount code isn't it it's like going up to the till and being like oh i've also got this code kind of thing in a shop if you go into google and you you press the right buttons and say the right things you get something a little bit different out yeah you get more than your average search or your average data it's just yeah knowing knowing what you can do really with google isn't it yeah Okay, right. So to start things off, I think it's worthwhile discussing how people search on Google. Yeah. 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 Um, because people search on Google in lots of different ways. So people will use longer tail keywords. So that's like questions, longer phrases. And you also have your, your short tail keywords. So they're where it's normally about two or three words long. You also have voice search. So obviously people, I don't know about you, Hannah, but I am using voice search more on my phone, especially because we're indoors. (laughs) And so there's lots of different ways that people search on Google. And yeah, there's lots of different scenarios where you use either long tail or short tail or voice search. So for me, I will use short tail when I'm looking to buy something. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I will use longer tail if I'm doing a bit of research or I want to ask a question. So for example, one thing that I was searching this morning is, are you allowed out to walk your dog during Corona? virus sort of thing so yes and then voice search when when would you use voice search driving (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes or if I'm in the middle of something yeah like I mean I've often just say to my google home just say can you give me the news headlines yes and then it gives you the headlines from all around the world about you searching for them which is really yeah 
Or I will definitely tend to use voice search more about like asking a question or finding directions or finding where yeah. something is. Yeah. So yes, there's that. So people search in different ways. The thing about long tail as well is that, I mean, you, you, your example said it all really, but it's very good for being super specific and what you find when you, when you look at what people have searched for, say in search console and things like that, that's where it says like long sleeved hooded workout top women's you know what I mean because it's kind of like it'll be you'll be typing it in you'll be like this is what I'm looking for and then you'll put the gender at the end which isn't really intuitive you wouldn't find that in a, in a voice search but it's more mm. sort of I want to find as specific a result as I possibly can yes most definitely most definitely and I I think this will be an interesting thing to share with our audience as well but uh, on a search engine land article, they were talking about how Google has reaffirmed that 15% of searches are new and never been searched before. So that just goes to show how different people are searching and yeah, yeah and how there's always opportunities, isn't there, and stuff. So, so yeah, so we've sort of talked about how people search differently. And we've also said that this episode is all about how to get more out of your results. So I'll, I'll hand over to you now, Han. Okay, fab. So let's get into it. So what we're talking about here are the search index queries that you can use when you're putting in, you can put into Google when you're searching for things. And what I mean by that is words or characters put into um, a Google search to get something really specific out of it. So kick us off. This is probably the most um, widely known one and probably the most widely used one. But if you want to check how many of your website's web pages are indexed by Google, if you literally type in S-I-T-E, so site, and then a, and a colon, and then the end of your, your website URL, so not any of the www dot or anything like that, no HTTPS. So for obviously for Gymshark, it would be S-I-T-E colon gymshark.com and there would be no spaces or anything like that and then it would show how many pages Google is indexing of that site um, and it would only search that specific site so every search result that will come out of that will be just for the gymshark.com website. They're called search operators that's it it's just come back to me they're called search operators that's what we're talking about in this episode guys. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally organized. Um, one really good way of using this. So if you're starting work on a new stuff in a new site and you want to see actually, okay, these I've done a crawl of the site. It's got a thousand website pages, but only 400 of them are being indexed by Google. That's when you, you can see, okay, there's a bit of disparity there. Is that because they're canonicalized? Are there just loads in the robots.txt or is there a problem? Is Google not indexing them because actually the HF Lang's wrong or it's not taking it because it all looks like duplicates. Hmm. That kind of thing and it's really really good after a migration just to see that if, if for example you had a thousand urls picked up by google in a site search before the migration and you haven't got as many afterwards and they've not all come across yet and again you're going to need to do a little bit of investigation so it's really good for troubleshooting it's really good for benchmarking where a website already is lovely lovely stuff so yes definitely definitely worthwhile checking that out so another way <clears throat> that you can get more out of Google is you can search for exact match words. So here you would put your query with speech marks. 
And so an example of this is if you're trying to find something to prove a point or find who it was that said a certain sentence online in a news story, you could put something like SEO is dead in the speech marks and Google will only show you results where that where those exact match keywords are so yeah so sometimes you'll see when you'll when you do a search and you don't use these speech marks google will sometimes give you a result and say this word is missing or these phrases are are missing whereas if you use this you can find exactly what you're looking for that's a really good tip (laughs) radio silence well (laughs) i thought you were then going to move on to your next one (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> okay it's hard not being in the same room as you have i know i know and we can't see each other either no it's a bit weird that's a really good tip thank you another way <laughs> another way to get the most out of google is to use a hyphen in front of words or even in front of the website to exclude them from search so for example if you want to see where all of your competitors are ranking for a certain keyword but actually you want to take yourself out of the mix to see, okay, we're ranking position one, but who, who's coming up fast behind us? You can put a minus sign behind your, your website name and then it, will, it won't show you in search results. But similarly, it can be th- as simple as anything like a brownies recipe. If you want to make sure that you've got a vegan brownies recipe, then you do what you've just said and you'd use the exact match words within speech marks but if you didn't want all the vegan recipes because you're just not interested, you put a minus and then vegan and it won't show you any. Ah. Are you by any chance planning on making some brownies today or tomorrow? You know what? No. Oh. <laughs> I just always like them. You know what? Uh-huh. I had the best vegan brownie the other day. It was just, oh, it was, be- it's to be honest, it was the best, be- best brownie I've ever had in my life. And it, yeah, even uh. not vegan ones. I'm, I'm glad for you. I'm glad for you. So what else can we do, Hannah? Another one that you might find useful is using two dots. What's another word? Dots. Full stops. Full stops thank you. Or <laughs> period. Period, if you're in the US. Or period. There we Yes, we have US listeners. But you can use two periods. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'm being a child. Two periods, two dots, two full stops <laughs> with numbers on either side to match either result. So, for example, company founded 2012, dot, dot, 2013, or to find stories within a certain date range. So, that's really handy if you want to make sure that so you're putting together a blog and you want to use up-to-date sources so you could put today's today's date in or today's year sorry and it's just a good way or maybe you want to find old news or something or like compare so that's a really good way of doing that yeah or if like you say with the company founded one say for example you know it was founded around it's like google founded was it like 1996 to 1999 or you have to do because you're not sure whether it was six or nine because you've got a photographic memory and six is not similar to nine. Ah, yes. You put 1996.1999. Ah, yes. So, yeah, so I suppose then you're making Google do the work for you because you're like, okay, I know it's around this range or yeah, this, yeah. this time. Google, please help me. 
you know what? You need that kind of search functionality in Facebook or in your Google calendars to find when people's birthdays are. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, yes. Well, you never know. Everybody forgot mine. <laughs> Facebook or Google calendars might be listening. Well, yeah, maybe. Anyway, moving on. Moving on swiftly. If there's also a way, find words in titles or URLs. So if you were to use in URL, so I-N-U-R-L colon or in title, I-N-T-I-T-L-E colon, and then a word. So say, for example, you want to find all, all website references in URLs or titles that had, I don't know, let's say S-E-O-S-A-S. And you can yeah. see, actually, is there anybody else talking about the podcast other than us? That kind of thing. But similarly, if you've got a product or if you're launching something and you think, you know what, we're going to coin this or say, for, do you know what would be good as well? A lot of marketing agencies use programmatic. Okay. That kind of thing. So if you want to find out, you know what, what is programmatic? You can see, I want a, a website where actually it's in the URL. So therefore I know you, it's going to be in depth. If it's in depth enough to be in a URL, it's in depth enough to be the focus of a page. So that's when you put in URL programmatic, yeah? Yeah, yeah, makes total sense. Oh, or similarly in title. And if you want to get Google to fetch results that contain all of the words you used, add all in front, so all in URL or all in title. So if it was like programmatic marketing, programmatic link building, you know what I mean? That kind of thing, mm. all in URL or all in title. So yeah, it's a really, really handy little one. You can use that after a site search as well, which is really handy for finding how many pages on a certain topic someone else's site has got indexed. Right. So, uh, yeah, so you could use that definitely for a bit of competitive research or finding like content opportunities or, con- or content gaps, couldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. So it'd be site, colon, and then your gymshark.com or whatever. And then in URL, programmatic. <laughs> that is the word of the podcast people yeah <laughs> which you probably wouldn't find on Jimshot well you definitely wouldn't also just on this point as well it's you can also use a similar search operator called Intext. so literally i-n-t-e-x-t and then a colon and that's finding words in the body text awesome yes so definitely have a go with that one I mean all these suggestions just just have a play around and and see and see what you can get back and what and how it can help your marketing but yes another thing that you can do is you can pick or find a source so maybe you want to for example find a Forbes article where they talk about Honda for example because Forbes is a reputable source so to do that you would put Honda source colon Forbes so the source colon Forbes has no spaces in between and yeah and that's a way that you can find credible sources like Forbes for research or blogs so yeah so you you can do that for anything we could do it for SEO SES you could do it for your brand or you could do it for your competitors brand or big brands so yes that's that's a handy little one to know isn't it yeah I just thought as well it might be useful do you know when you go into search console it says your top external links and it will tell you where they're from so say for example you've got a Forbes link and you want to find that article yes you could put your web your like like my media source Forbes to see where is it like show me this show me the results Google show me where the link is you know what I mean? show me the money yeah another one you can find competitors you didn't even know you had oh yeah thank you <laughs> so to do that you'd put related and then a colon 
website.com so that right. would be like mymedia.com yeah it's useful for seeing how your well it's useful to see in your site how google sees it so first of all you see the context that it sees your site within so it might show you for example lots of other websites that focus on seo or lots of the websites that social on social <laughs> focus on social media or just lots of other marketing agencies but if you've got if you think you've got a specialism for example and you want to check that google sees you that way you can find out where it puts you like what group it puts you within by looking at all the other results that it, that shows up as well yeah and that's really I, I really love that one and i'm definitely going to be doing that, that one monday morning because you can with that one you can make sure that the content that you've got on your website is right and the intent is right and that google is seeing you in the right way exactly yeah you hit the nail on the head with intent so if you're always writing about losing weight but you're a clothing brand does google think you're actually more relevant to nutrition yeah. or to other clothing brands yeah and also it might even flag up like an opportunity yeah maybe google sees you as more especially like the content or what you're talking about is more specialist so say you are a digital marketing agency but more of your content or more of your stuff that you're talking about is more about seo or social media maybe it could maybe there's a there's a conversation whether you need to be more niche or specialize or something yeah definitely but yeah just as a, an idea you could you can also by being smart find different file types in google so for example you could use file type colon pdf so no spaces again and that's useful for searching for something you've seen before heard of been recommended so for example say we and maybe we have time now Hannah but we could put together <laughs> your lovely tree analogy so say we put that together as a pdf on our website you'd search SEOSAS space tree space analogy and then file type colon pdf so yes so you could also use that for to see what your competitors are doing or... and the insight thing as well so on that point sorry jumping in but you no no jump in insight and then competitorurl.com and then you could put the, the source, the file type PDF. Do you know what I mean? To see all of their PDFs. Like yes. What are their PDFs? And then, oh, okay, they've got a PDF on this. Do you know what I mean? That kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. More sneaky stuff. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> so this one's probably less sneaky. And I'm not sure, to be honest, this one isn't that useful for me, but it's worth telling you about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it may be useful for our listeners yeah exactly so if you want to search for say adidas or nike trainers you can use a pipe in between to say um so instead of being like adidas or nike um and google's kind of like what does that mean um and maybe maybe she shows you loads of adidas stuff because it's ranking higher than nike stuff adidas by the way really really good seo um anyway <laughs> seriously check out their site but you can use a pipe, so you can put Adidas pipe Nike, and it right. is a substitute to or. Or, alternatively, if you want Google to really get the picture that you want to see results for trainers, Adidas or Nike, you put or in caps, and then it actually understands that the intent behind the search is definitely, I would like to show you this or that, like two different options here. I want both results. Also, really good for similarities. So say, for example, you've got payroll software or hr software and you think 
you've looked at you've put one in and you're like okay I've got all these results you put the other one you've got in lots of different results but actually you kind of want things that you're not quite sure which you need and what it's actually called whether it's called payroll or whether it's called HR Mm. so then that's a good one to put or in between as well as being able to compare products and see both in results it's good to be able to show you I guess what exactly you're looking for if you don't know Mm. Um, also to make it more definitive use and which is really good for images so say for example you were doing you wanted a really good example of double denim and you wanted to to look at the do you remember the picture with uh, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears yes yeah so that iconic picture so you yeah, put yeah, yeah. and Britney Spears in Im- and look at images and that one's bound to come up awesome I I love this I, I know that we're recording and we're doing this episode but yeah but there's there's so much more that you can get out of Google isn't there by knowing yeah. knowing what to what characters or what terms or what you can do what buttons um, to press what buttons to press Literally. what what to uh, type on your keyboard so another thing that you can do is you can check for plagiarism so if someone's collection copy t's and c's or anything else looks suspiciously familiar to yours you can check for plagiarism by pasting a string of words from your site in speech marks to tell google to exact match the words and then hyphen your site.com to exclude it from search results so yeah i mean plagiarism and duplicate content is a big thing to keep your eyes on and stuff so yeah if if you're if you suspect another site of plagiarizing this is a really easy way of checking that and yeah and being aware of it isn't it yeah because it stops your site coming up in site searches with the minus sign um yeah and you've kind of done your whole like exact math thing with speech marks so yeah yeah so it it excludes yourself from the search results but will show you other places Another example is, this one's a bit random, I think. <laughs> what you can do is if, for example, you want to see where, they say like two different words aren't more than a certain number of words apart, then you can do that. And it's kind of good for making sure that you're finding something in the right context. So if you want to say, I don't know, like, do you know Game Changers? And when that came out, you had so many different rebuttals. Yes. And if you wanted to find a rebuttal about the... I don't know the penises right <laughs> right yes saying this is hopefully going to make people want to watch it if they've never seen it before so sneaky but um what you would do is you would put game changes around and then say i don't know five in brackets so around in capitals and then brackets five brackets so open bracket close like five close bracket yeah yeah then you would put penises or penis just to find specific results around game changers and what actually was said about how big penises are, depending on what right. Yes. Yeah. So again, again, it's just fine. It's really good for finding the context of something, but it will probably one of those things that people forget really often to do. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. And I mean, that is a, like with any of the suggestions that we've given today, just have a play around and um, have a go. And I mean, while we're stuck indoors, this is a yeah. great time. <laughs> yeah, a good time to learn that. Have yeah. a play around. Cool. Okay. The last suggestion is quickly finding movie times, etc., by typing movie 
colon James Bond, for example. So obviously, when we can go and watch movies and stuff again, this is just a quick way to find the information that you need. Also, I've just thought, this is getting, like all the references to coronavirus and stuff, if people listen to this podcast in 10 years' time, you'll actually be able to understand really well what it was like because of, yeah, listening to us. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) The troubles. Okay, now it's time for our feature. Yay! So basically, it's time for you to quiz me on something, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is indeed, which I very much enjoy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> because this episode has been about um, site searches and things like that, what I thought we'd do is go through how many search results Google indexes for exact matches of a few terms. Okay. Okay, so are you ready? I think so. Could you could you give me an example? So I've definitely got my head around this one. Yeah, so if I was to put, I don't know, mountains over 3,000 metres in speech marks, then it would right. have the results for where those exact words have been used. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it multiple choice? Yeah, it is, yeah. Good. I like multiple <laughs> choice. More chance of winning. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so first one, cats in pyjamas. Yes. Is it 15,000, 56,000 or 63,000? Oh, they're quite different averages, not averages, different numbers. Um, I'm just trying to think, like cats in, you're the cats in pyjamas, cats in pyjamas, you're the... um, Let's go for the bigger number, the biggest number. Sorry. Lovely. That's incorrect, by the way. What was the right number? It was the middle one. It was 56,000. Uh. Ah. <laughs> um, next one, best vegan cheese. <laughs> of course you've got a vegan one in this. Of course. Is it 250,000, 550,000 or 750,000? And what was the cats in pyjamas as a reference? 56,000. I'm going to go middle of the road on this one. 550. Yes. Incorrect. It was 750. The highest number. Yeah. People want their vegan cheese, don't they? Absolutely. Well, honestly, the amount of times you need to search for good vegan cheese, because most of it's horrific. One thing I will say is we tackled the shops yesterday. You know how like supermarkets are running out of food. Yeah. Vegan food seems to be safe. Oh, good. So yeah, no one, no one wants the vegan food. That's madness in itself. <laughs> Next one. Badass roller derby names. <laughs> okay. So we've got 285, 2,850, or 28,500. Sorry, say those numbers again. 285. 285, not 285,000, just 285. Yeah, just 285. That seems very low. But anyway. 2,850, or 28,500. It's a quite niche term, isn't it? It's definitely a niche and long tail. But do I, is my gut saying in the thousands or in the hundreds? What's the actual term? Badass roller derby names. I'll go with the lowest one because that's quite niche, isn't it? 
That's incorrect. It was 2,850. Uh, <laughs> a thousand of them are my blog posts about badass. <laughs> Me being badass. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, next one. Are lighties good for you? <laughs> Where did you... Why? You, I just started you... typing stuff in on this one and then it came up with... I think... I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, to be honest. Have you had... When was the last time you had a lighty? I've never had a lighty. They look absolutely disgusting. It's just a naked grape. It looks like an egg. It looks like, honestly, like... Oh, no. It's, it's like a grape a, without its skin. being born. Ugh. Anyway, carry on. Is it 139, 140, or 141? Oh, they're quite low. I know. 139... 140 or 141 oh i mean they're quite it could be any of them because <laughs> they're quite close <laughs> uh, i do realize whenever you quiz me and i said it could be any of them that's stating the flipping obvious isn't it <laughs> um let's go big 141 it was 139 oh hannah you're killing me i oh, know i'm sorry you're not oh, one more chance to get a point Okay. SEO, SAS. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> right, good quiz, isn't it? Obviously, it's not very easy. 3,250, 3,260, or 3,270. That's big numbers for SEO, yeah. SAS. I know, right? Hang on, though, but I'm guessing SEO, SAS is being used by other people or different things i, I mean let's go with it's just our podcast because that makes us feel nice doesn't it well yeah <laughs> uh, can you say the numbers again yep 3250 3260 or 3270 uh, the last one that's correct finally yeah is that the only one that i got right that is the only one that you got right, but I haven't done you a forfeit, so you're safe this time. Safe. I think our listeners are safe as well when there's no forfeit. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, but yes. Ah, interesting. Well, yeah. Hannah, if, if you look if you look at the time, that episode flew by, didn't it? It certainly did. So I suppose well, there's no suppose about it. That brings us to the end of another SEO SAS podcast episode if you want to reach out to us what are the different ways han you can email us at hello at seosaspodcast.com you can find us on twitter seo underscore sas or alternatively separately sarah mcduck or seo sas hannah or also on uh linkedin that's the other one uh, sarah mcdowell hannah bryce awesome source i would just like to ask our lovely listeners and fans no i feel weird saying fans <laughs> um if you do enjoy our podcast please do give us a review on your podcast playing platform of choice and yes do reach out to us if you want to come on the podcast or you want us to delve into a topic or answer a question for you I believe we need to say ciao for now. We need to say ciao for now. Ciao for now. Bye.